Hello and welcome to My Favorite Husband from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball. Hello, everybody. Yes, it's the Gay Family Series, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Transcribed and brought to you by the Jell-O family of desserts. J-E-L-L-O, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. That's Jell-O. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O puddings. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O tap. The yoga puddings. Yes, And now, Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper. Two people who live together and like it. As we look in on the Coopers tonight, Liz is getting dressed for a very important event. She's going to appear on a television show celebrating Friendship Week. Oh, George, I'm so excited. Imagine me and Iris being on television. Who knows what may happen? Yes, who knows? One appearance by you two might even bring back radio. (laughs) I mean, suppose I'm a hit. Button me up the back, will you, dear? Mm. You know, you may be helping to dress the new television star. Oh, gee, that would be wonderful. I'd be so proud... Would you? Yes, I'd go sit in a bar while you were on, and I'd tell everybody, that's my wife who won that last fall. (laughs) George, there are other things on television besides wrestling. No, I'm sorry, Dan. Of course, I can see it now. Kukla, Fran, and Lizzie. (laughs) George, button up my back and your lip and let it go. Oh, your hands are cold. Haven't you got it buttoned yet? Is this a new dress, Liz? Yeah, why? Oh, you'll have to take it back. It's made wrong. What's the matter? Well, it's got an extra buttonhole at the bottom. (laughs) It has, huh? What's it got at the top? Well? An extra button. Yeah. I I must have started wrong. Yeah, you must have. Do it over. Now, there. Came out even that time. I knew you could do it. Well, George, what do you think of my dress, huh? How much did it cost? That's what you always think of my dresses. (laughs) This is the very latest color combination, orange and black. How much was it? You know, I think this is the most glamorous evening dress I've ever had, don't you? How much? George, what's money when I'm going to present a plaque in honor of Friendship Week to Iris Atterbury? Money is what makes it necessary to have Friendship Week. (laughs) Now, how much? Guess. It's an original. These orange and black diagonal stripes are very smart. There's not another one like it in town. I can understand why. Well, I'll guess, uh, 58.50. 58.50? How do you like that, George? You just missed it by one number. No kidding. How much was it? 98.50. 98.50? Plus whatever a broken eardrum costs. Now, George, don't make me nervous. I've got to practice my presentation speech. Ladies and gentlemen, friends of Sheridan Falls, lend me your eyes. 
Liz, you mean ears. I mean eyes. This is television. <laughs> we are gathered here to pay tribute to one of our town's noblest creatures. Hey, who's getting this plaque? Citation? <laughs> Please, I'm rehearsing. Little wonder that this plaque goes to Iris Atterbury. She is truly a friend. She is a real friend. A friend you're glad to call a friend. A friend among friends. A friend's friend. Liz, I think you've made your point. It gives me great pleasure to present the first annual Sheridan Falls Award for friendship to Iris Adafriend. Oh, darn it. <laughs> you mean Friendberry. All right, George. I'm having enough trouble. Hooray for Liz Cooper friend. Now, stop it. Let me rehearse. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, friends of Sheridan Falls, lend me your eyes. We are gathered tonight to pay tribute to one of our... Iris, will you please stop pacing around? You make me dizzy. Now, I can't help it, Rudolph. I'm nervous. This is my big night. Well, for heaven's sake, sit down. You're getting a friendship plaque, not an Academy Award. <laughs> Ooh, I'll cherish that plaque. I'll put it on the mantle, and it will inspire me to greater heights. Yeah, hold it, Olivia. <laughs> Save your speech for the television program. Oh, oh, my acceptance speech. I better practice it. You be my audience. All right. Uh, Liz will make the presentation speech, and then I step out, and the crowd will burst into spontaneous cheers and applause. All right. <laughs> Thank you. No, La it's nothing. <laughs> Rudolph. Ladies and gentlemen... I don't think Liz should have called me one of our town's noblest creatures. Uh, 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 hold it. Ho uh, question from the audience. How do you know she's going to call you one of our town's noblest creatures? Oh, I just know. How? Did you read her speech? Read it? I wrote it. <laughs> Proceed. I never should have asked. <clears throat> Before accepting this plaque, I'd like to say that Liz Cooper, in addition to being gorgeous, is intelligent, cultured, and the best friend a person ever had. Why did you write that? I didn't. Liz did. <laughs> oh, Gad. <laughs> oh, Rudolph, I'm so nervous. <laughs> Do you think I'll come over all right on television? Well, I don't know how much of you they can pick up on a 10-inch screen. <laughs> but the 16-inch should do pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. <laughs> oh, I hate you. <laughs> oh, seriously, Lotus Bud, you'll be a big smash, especially in that new dress. Uh, do you really like it? It's pretty daring for me. Diagonal orange and black stripe. Well, you can always save it for Halloween. Yeah, you can make fun, but it's an original. It's the only one of its kind. Oh, I can't wait to show it to Liz. She'll die when she sees it. Well, it's getting late. Let's go over and kill her. 
Okay. Oh, Rudolph, you're not wearing that old blue suit. Yes, yes, but don't worry, Iris. It's an original. There are only 10,000 like it in town. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Sheridan Falls, lend me your eyes. That's I... enough rehearsing, Liz. You'll get stale. Yeah, you may be right. Uh, I'll get it. It's probably the Friendberries. <laughs> I mean, the Atta Friends. Oh, George, stop it or I'll never get it right. Okay. Gee, I wonder what Iris is wearing. Hi, Mr. Atterbury. Iris, come on in. Liz girl, George boy. Hi, Mr. Atterbury. Hi, I... What happened? What's the matter? Look at their dresses. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> the Bobsy Twins. <laughs> Iris Atterbury, what are you doing with a dress like mine? What are you doing with a dress like mine? Maybe one of you is looking in a mirror. <laughs> Look, you both look swell. Now, now, come on. The show starts pretty soon. Let's go. Let's go? You don't expect us to go to that television show with these dresses on, do you? Well, I don't expect you to go without them. <laughs> well, even that wouldn't do any good. They'd still be wearing the same outfit. <laughs> Rudolph! Oh, dear, what are we going to do? Well, settle it some way. The show goes on in an hour, and they said to be there early. Well... One of us will have to change her dress. Yes. One of us will. Care to make any bets, George? I'll lay two to one on the redhead. You two be quiet. Well, we're not going to fight about this. We're not? Of course not. <laughs> this is friendship week. You're the one who's getting the award, so I'll sacrifice. I'll change into something else. Did you hear what I heard, boy? Yes. I don't think Liz better go at all. She's sick. <laughs> she is not. She's just acting like a friend should. But I can't let you do that, Liz. You're the one who's giving the award. I'll go home and change it to something else. Oh, no, Iris, I insist. I'll wear another dress. No, Liz, let me. No, Iris, let me. Let me. Let me. Well, all right. <laughs> Darn it. I went one let me too far. <laughs> well, go ahead, Liz, change your dress. I will not. You tricked me into it. Let's do it over. No, Iris, let me. Oh, no, you don't. Come on. What difference does it make if you do have on the same kind of dresses? Mr. Atterbury and I have on the same kind of suits. Oh, that's not the same. Gad, boy. I didn't realize it till now. You're wearing your blue flannel, too. Oh, dear, how awful. <laughs> I just won't go. All right, George. I won't go either. <laughs> I wouldn't be caught dead wearing the same suit you're wearing. <laughs> Rudolph. 
Well, there's only one thing to do. I'll burn my suit. No, dear, I'll burn my suit. All right, that's enough. This is no laughing matter. No, we're not amused. Now, look, Liz, friend. You offered and I accepted. Now, run upstairs and change. I will not, chum. You go change. Liz, you're being a stubborn mule. We're supposed to represent friendship. Well, then let's go in these dresses. I'll go as a friend and you go as a ship. (laughs) Shut up, Rudolph. Yeah, you too, George. I didn't say anything. Well, keep it that way. Now, look here, Ira. Liz, if you don't go and change, I'm on... Friend. George and I are going down to the corner to get some cigars, and you'd better have this settled by the time we get back. Well, take your time. Even if she changes her dress, I'm not sure I want to appear with her. Well, that's okay by me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ah, George, isn't friendship a beautiful thing? Well, in the hectic life of Liz Cooper, even Friendship Week can lead to complications. But if you want to win friends and influence people, just ask them over to supper and give them a super swell dessert. Like this gay new strawberry cream pudding. It's made with mellow jello vanilla pudding and tempting as springtime itself. Just prepare jello vanilla puddings as directed and chill. Line sherbet glasses with sweetened sliced strawberries. And fill with that rich, smooth-as-cream Jell-O pudding. So easy and so delicious, because all three Jell-O puddings have real homemade goodness. Jell-O vanilla, chocolate, and butterscotch pudding. They're made with milk and nourishing. They take just about five minutes to cook. Stock up on all three Jell-O puddings. And find out why more women buy Jell-O puddings than any other prepared puddings in the world. That name, Jell-O, is a registered trademark of General Foods. And now back to Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband. As we return to the Coopers, we find the battle of the identical dresses still at an impasse. Iris and Liz are at Liz's house, not speaking to each other, and George and Mr. Atterbury are down at the store getting some cigars. Uh, evening, Mr. Davis. Evening. Hello, Mr. Cooper. Hello, Mr. Davis. Uh, I'd like to... I, I, I'm buying, George Boy. Two fifty centers, please. Okay. Well, thanks. One good thing about a cigar store, there are very few women around. <laughs> didn't it make you sick the way they scrapped? Uh, <laughs> frankly, I didn't, uh, I didn't think the dress was too becoming to either one of them. I didn't either. <laughs> Iris should never wear a stripe. She's too fat. Oh, she's not really oh, so... Oh, she is too. Yes, yeah, she's much too fat. Remember, boy, you only see her after she's all girdled up. I, I don't know how she manages to get so much into so little. It's like stuffing an olive with a watermelon. Well, fat or thin, they're both women through and through. Imagine taking that thing so seriously. Oh, certainly. would have been so simple for Liz to run upstairs and put on something else. 
Well, it uh, wouldn't have hurt Iris to go home and change either. After all, you only live a couple of blocks away. Why should Iris go home and put on another dress? She's the one who's getting the plaque. But she's also the logical one to change her dress. Well, I'd like to know why. Well, I'll tell you why. Because she's too fat. <laughs> what do you mean, too fat? <laughs> you said so yourself. Well, it sounds fatter when you say it. <laughs> Anyway, I'd, I'd rather have a wife with a little extra meat on her bones than one who puts on a striped dress and looks like a barber pole. Are you referring to Liz? If the barber pole fits, spin it. <laughs> Why, you pompous baboon. Pompous baboon? Uh, sir. That's better. <laughs> now you'll do me a great favor if you don't speak to me again. Make that one cigar! Iris? Iris? Answer me. No! Oh, but Iris, I... I don't want to be mad, Iris! <laughs> Neither do I, Liz! <laughs> I'm sorry for everything I said. I'm ashamed of myself. Oh, it was all my fault. No, it wasn't. It was my fault. I'll go home and change my dress. No, I'll go up and change mine. No. Oh, wait a minute. That's how we got started before. <laughs> I don't mind, Liz, really. All the dresses in the world couldn't affect my friendship for you. Oh, you're a true friend. I'll tell you what. The only fair thing to do is for neither of us to wear the dress. We'll each put on something different. Liz, you're a regular Queen Solomon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I'll go home this minute and put on something else. And I'll go upstairs and change mine. Goodbye. I'll see you later. Oh, Iris, I'm so glad we're not mad anymore. You were right when you called yourself one of our town's noblest creatures. And you were right when you called yourself the best friend a person ever had. Gee, we're nice people. <laughs> <laughs> then we better hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll meet you down at the studio. Tell Rudolph to pick me up at home. Okay. Goodbye, old pal. So long, chum. <laughs> What did the big jerk do? <laughs> what's the matter with you? The same thing that's the matter with you. We got into an argument about your dresses. Oh, well, now, what a silly thing to fight about. <laughs> huh? Well, I'm glad to see uh, you're going to wear the dress instead of Tubby. George, you can't talk that way about my dearest friend. <laughs> Huh? We saw how silly we were and we made up. 
We both decided to wear something else. I'm going to change right now. Oh, no, you're not. What do you mean? You're going to keep that dress on. But I can't. We both promised, and Iris is home changing hers. Good. If she's wearing something else, then you can wear this and nobody gets hurt. I'll show that Atterbury he's not going to boss me around outside the bank. Oh, George, I, I'd love to wear the dress, but but I, I, I couldn't do it. I'm head of this house, and you'll wear it if I tell you to. But I promised Iris, and I can't go back on my word. Can I? <laughs> we both decided to take the dress off and, and wear something else, and it, it wouldn't be fair. Would it? <laughs> well, George? Well, what? You're the head of this house. Tell me to. <laughs> You're going to wear that dress, Liz. That's an order. Well, if you put it that way, all right, dear. All right. Come on, let's go. Iris, which studio is it in? Studio B, right around this corner. I hope we aren't late. Well, if we are, you know whose fault it is. Taking all that time changing your dress? Well, that wasn't what took so much time. Was you making me change back into this orange and black one? <laughs> I'll show that George who's the boss. I mean, who's right. Well, as long as Liz isn't wearing her dress, I'm glad you made me put mine back on. Made you? I didn't have to twist your arm. I know. <laughs> it's a dirty trick, but I can always blame it on you. Here's the studio. Well, where are they? There's so many cameras and lights, I can't Ooh, see them. Oh, Mr. Atterbury, over here. Hurry up, Iris. They... Ah! Ah! <laughs> oh, Jack. <laughs> this is where I came in. Iris Atterbury, you promised. So did you. Sure, but how did I know you were going to be a stinker, too? Quiet, Mrs. Atterbury, Mrs. Cooper, we're almost ready. Oh, no. I'm not going to take any plaque from her. Huh. Well, what makes you think I'd give it to you? Count me out. Yeah, but we're practically on the air. What'll I do? Get hop along, Cassidy. He looks good next to a horse. <laughs> you should talk, you. Hey, please, ladies, desist. We're ready to go. Hey, gentlemen, off the stage, please. Sit in the audience. I told you I'm not going to do it. I'll send her the plaque through the mail. Hey, it's too late. We're on the air. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we present your favorite television program, Love Your Neighbor. It gives me great pleasure to bring you the first presentation of the Sheridan Falls Friendship Plaque. And here to present it is one of our leading club women, Mrs. George Cooper. Ooh. Hooray! <laughs> Thank you, George, and bleh to you. Please, go ahead. Oh. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, lend me your eyes. We are gathered here to pay tribute to one of our town's noblest creatures. <laughs> oh, I'll get you. Little wonder that this plaque goes to Iris, what's her name? Anna Berry! Uh, yeah, something like that. She is truly a fiend. <laughs> That's friend. Oh, sorry, dear. Uh, she is truly a friend. Ha! <laughs> Mrs. Cooper, 
pleasure to award the first annual Sheridan Falls Friendship Plaque to her. Hey, you, here. Thank you, Mrs. Cooper. And now we will hear the acceptance speech from Mrs. Iris Atterbury. Ladies and gentlemen. You tell them, Lotus Bird! <laughs> the title of one of our town's noblest creatures. You ain't just whistling Dixie, sister. <laughs> Mrs. Cooper, if you don't behave, I'll be forced to cut off your audio. Watch your language. <laughs> Radio was never like this. Go on, Mrs. Atterbury. Before I accept this plaque, I'd like to say that Liz Cooper is intelligent, cultured, and looks like a barber pole in that dress. <laughs> what? And a girl, Iris! You look great, Liz! Thank you, George. Go ahead, Tubby. <laughs> Too bad we don't have color television, because you can see that her dress is orange and black, the same colors as her hair. <laughs> well, that doesn't make you any thinner. What's the story tonight? Well, shiver my timbers, you landlubber. It's off to the high seas in the life of a pirate bold. A little pirate music, Long John. The best yo-ho-ho, main the mizzen, mizzen the main, reef the topsail and top the reefsail. Pardon me, Captain. Blow the man down. Uh, pardon me, Captain. <laughs> when I say blow the man down, I mean it. For I am Captain Bleh. <laughs> Mr. Christian. Mr. Christian. <laughs> I bit my lip. Uh, uh, pardon me, Captain. We've just captured some treasure. Yo ho ho, what is it? <laughs> Diamonds. Yes. And gold. What happened to my character? Yes. And pearls. No jello pudding. 
No jello pudding. You call that treasure? For that you walk the plank. No! No! Up on the plank! And let your last words reflect your guilt. Start walking. Start talking. I deserve this fate for bringing diamonds instead of jello chocolate pudding, delicious with deep down chocolatey goodness. Or jello butterscotch pudding with that buttery brown sugar flavor. We got long planks. <laughs> Got another pudding left. Jello vanilla pudding, rich and smooth as cream. All you do is add milk and jello puddings take only about five minutes to cook to velvety rich. Say that last word. No, I won't say it. What is the word you won't say? Perfection. Thank you. Good night, Bob. <laughs> Listening to My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning, and based on characters created by Isabel Scott Rorick. Tonight's transcribed program was produced and directed by Jess Oppenheimer, who wrote the script with Madeline Pugh and Bob Carroll Jr. Original music was composed by Marlon Skiles and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. Be sure to listen to Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband again next week, presented by J E L L. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. That's Jell-O. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O puddings. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O Fioca puddings, yes, so me. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.